guess what, my friend? Guess what? 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 It's football season. Looks like we made it. We made it. We did it. We did it, man. We did it. We're just a few short days away from kickoff of the 2022 college football season. Man alive. I didn't think we'd get here. I didn't think we'd get here. Dude, so ready. So ready for so many reasons. And I know that we're going to we're going to talk about a lot of that stuff. Talk about the SEC as a whole. We're going to go kind of go over all of the teams. I look forward to getting your thoughts to see uh, what you think's going to happen, who you think's going to uh, maybe be a surprise in the SEC. Maybe a team that wins some more games than predicted, you know, and I, I think there's a there's plenty of drama to be had in the SEC. There, and what else? What other conference is there that's even worth talking about? Uh, there aren't any. <laughs> I mean, they, they, what are we're going? We're not going to talk about the Big Ten. Who cares? We're not going to talk about the Pac forty-eight, whatever the hell they are. <laughs> Who cares? You got Lincoln Riley at USC. Who cares? No one cares. Let's talk about the SEC. The we, people that we don't care. <laughs> Stephen A. We do care, and it means more. We, and we're gonna win. Somebody in our conference, most likely, gonna win the Natty. So yep. let's start in the East. Vanderbilt. For the degenerate gamblers out there, you really need them to win. I think the over-under number of total wins for them is three or three, three, three and a half. I haven't looked. Yeah, that's so tough. that's tough. It is tough. And if you look at their schedule, I mean, conceivably, they could go four and zero before they start conference play. Ooh. So I mean, it may not be a bad bet to look at for you gamblers out there. But then after that, the gauntlet comes for Vanderbilt. They go to Alabama. They uh, they play Ole Miss at home. They play Georgia. They have to play Kentucky, Florida, and Tennessee to end the year. I don't see them doing any any better than four and eight. I think that would be a great year for them. Of course, they have a new coach too with Clark Lee. Um, we'll we'll see we'll see how that works out. It's Vanderbilt. They should be at the bottom, uh, and I do believe. <laughs> that's where they're going to finish in the entire SEC. I think they will be the worst team. We don't need to spend a whole hell of a lot of time on Vanderbilt. I'll say I'll say three three and nine. Who's next? Let's go South Carolina. They brought in Spencer Rattler, yeah. if you will remember. South Carolina is one of those teams this year that I think could surprise some folks. They're going to be competitive, I think, offensively. They're going. They're going to be pretty strong. They're going to be going to be tough to stop. Um, but their schedule not easy. Not easy. But of course, no one schedule in the SEC is easy. But they right. they they've got it pretty tough. They have to go on the road to Arkansas the second week of the season. That isn't easy. Then they follow that up with Georgia at home. But still, back to back, they're they're they're. They, they could, could they could conceivably they play they start with Georgia State 
they could be one and two going into the going into the fourth game of the season. And then uh, by the middle of the season, they play Kentucky, they play Texas A and M, and then they end their season <laughs> at Florida, Tennessee at home, and at Clemson. Oof. I just, uh, they, I mean, I, I think five and seven would be would be a pretty daggum good season for USC. But again. They could go, uh, you know, they could go seven and five. They could go eight and four. And if they go eight and four, they're they're doing something because that that schedule is tough for them, super yes. super tough. So uh, I think they'll go five and seven. That's what it, that's that's kind of just looking at their schedule, looking how it is. It's so yeah. tough for them on the back end that I I think that that's where they're going to finish. We move on up to Missouri. Missouri. They're in the SEC? What, oh, when I did think this they are. I, did, I did not know this. <laughs> I know. Why? Uh, they, why are they in the I, SEC? Okay, I have no, no idea why they're in the SEC. But, you know, they did beat our beloved LSU Tigers. <laughs> but whatever. You know, uh, who yeah. didn't the last two years? We went 15-0. and 0, Live with it. We'll get back. We'll get to them. Uh, but Missouri, Missouri, I think they could be also – Better than people think, but I think they're middle tier. They're going to be a middle tier team. I think they'll go six and six. They play La Tech in uh, in week one. La Tech, so yeah, that's that's a good that's a good week one matchup. I like that actually. So we'll we'll see. I think we're going to get to see is Missouri for real. They can score points. They've proven that. So they offensively, they're good, but they do have a gauntlet once again to finish the season. They go on the road, or they play Kentucky at home. They go on the road to Tennessee, and then they finish at home, or uh, yeah, finish at home with Arkansas. Really and truly, they have to play Georgia. All that. It's going to be a um, yeah. There, I'm. I'll say uh, four and eight. I think they're going to go six and six. I think okay. they're going to go six and six. I think that they could. They're going to surprise somebody. We're coming up to some contenders now. Here we go. Here are the contenders. We got the bottom, the cellar dwellers out of the way. Who do you think is going to win or finish? I think we know. I think we all know who consensusly we're going to pick to win the SEC East. There's no point in even really diving into Georgia we we I, I at least they should run away with the East. Yeah. Even if they lose a couple of games, I think they still win the East. Um, yep. Who do we think can push them? Can Tennessee push them? Can Florida, with a brand new coach with Billy Napier, can they push them? Can Kentucky and Mark Stoops push them? Now, I think. That Kentucky is going to be a team, and I mean, I know a lot of folks are giving them a little bit of hype, but they have been good. They've been good the last several years with Mark Stoops. They're well coached. They're disciplined. They're a good football team. I think they're going to be damn good this year too. I really, really do. And they, they look. I think they're going to push. They're going to push some folks. I, I just, I, I, I like their schedule. I like Kentucky's yep. schedule. I like the way it sets up for them. Of course, they start with Miami of Ohio, and then they go to Florida. Look, if they can get past that, mm, yeah, four and zero going that game. 
Oh, yeah, for sure. And they could be 4-0 and going into the Ole Miss game. Then they play South Carolina and Mississippi State. That's three, three tough, grinding SEC games in a row. You got to think they're going to win a couple of those at least. Yeah. Then they have an off week, and then they go to Tennessee. I think October the 29th is going to be a huge, huge weekend for setting up the SEC least. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be huge. Uh, uh, Tennessee and Kentucky playing, and then they, they finish off the season. They play Georgia the next to last game of the season, and then uh, and then end it with Louisville. Yeah, Kentucky's, uh, Kentucky's quarterback, Will Levis, is – you know, he transferred, I think, from Penn State, if I'm not mistaken, last year. And he was pretty solid. And now a year, you know, I think he'll be a senior this year. I I kind of agree. I kind of like Kentucky as probably the second best team in the East, uh, given the fact that he's probably the best quarterback of all of those teams that we're talking about. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that goes a long way. And their schedule sets up. So you're right. If they can – you know, get get the Gators in week two at the Swamp, then, you know, Kentucky could definitely definitely have a good season. I think they're going to make some noise. I, re- I really do. I, uh, I, I, I've been impressed with Mark Stoops. I just know. Yeah, I agree. The quality of coach that he is, he's a, a veteran in the SEC now, uh, you yeah. know, and he, he's a veteran, period. He's been around yeah. the game a long time. He's just a very solid coach. Yeah, he's I'm solid. impressed with what, I'm impressed with what he's done at Kentucky, and I, I just I think that that's going to continue. Let's dive into the the Florida Gators. Let's talk about Florida. Billy Napier from USL has already already hasn't coached a game yet has already written an apology letter to the fan base. <laughs> I, I, I can't get over this. This in July, he posted an open letter to the fans who were panicking about something, I don't know, some transfers or something. He And he basically had to write an apology letter and say, don't worry, I got this. Like, <laughs> this could be... Uh, it could it could go well, but I, this could this could this could go south quick, and I'm here for it. Oh, I I I am too. And uh, the thing with Florida is those guys they haven't won to the expectations that they wanted to really really since Urban Meyer left. To be to be honest, but they've uh, you know they're always competitive. They're Florida. They're gonna have they. They get athletes. They're never going to be a cellar dweller. But is he the man? Is he the guy who can bring stability to Florida, get them back in the mix to what the fans there expect to win championships and to compete for championships? Can he do that? Well, right. I just, I just don't know. And no, I mean you're you're 100 correct. It is not a good start at all whenever you have to uh, issue an apology just because fans are a little skeptical about what you're doing with the program. Like, 
here's the keys to the palace, but uh, we we have an Apple AirTag on that on those keys, so we're we're watching every step that you do, sir. <laughs> He's a good guy. I always enjoyed it when he would come on the radio here locally. Did a heck of a job at USL. He really did. Yeah, I hope. I mean, I got nothing against him. I just I would love to see a, an, another Florida grease fire. That would be great. That leaves us only with uh, with Tennessee and Georgia, of course. Tennessee getting a lot of a lot of national press. A lot of yeah, a, a lot, lot of people are wanting to get a lot. And um, oh yeah, I, why they're the hot the hot take pick? Uh, they're not my hot take pick. I don't understand. Now Josh Heupel, I think he is recruiting well. They're spending a lot of money <laughs> up there. Yeah. If they don't win, if they don't start to win immediately, he could be in trouble. And, I mean, dude, they have pumped out so much money in NIL deals up there. And, uh, I mean, yeah, if they cannot produce a winner this season, I mean, I think that they have to start to win now. Yes, it's time. You know what, Tennessee, it's time. It's time. In the 90s and the first part of the 2000s, you know, Tennessee really just dominated and and we couldn't beat them LSU for a while, you know. They were a top-notch program and they should be a top-notch program. Oh, they've yeah. got the facilities, they've got the fan base, they've got a great infrastructure and f- you know, for the last 15, 18 years, that program more than probably any other relative to what they could or should be has probably been the most underachieving program in all of college football. Huge disappointment. They play Bama every year. We need some, you know, of course, their automatic, you know, SEC East, of course, is, you know, Tennessee on the down while, while they're down when we need them. You know, Tennessee, we need you to wake up. We need you to beat Bama every yeah. three or four years or something. Do do something. Do something. Do something. You know, so my opinion on them is when they knock off a top five or ten team, let me know. Until then, <laughs> it's just a it's a mess. But I'm with you, man. Do something, Tennessee. But look, they should start strong. They should start strong. They play Ball State, Pitt, and Akron. To start the season, all right, they're going to be three and zero. Then Florida comes into the house. They go to Knoxville. Florida does so. You know, let's say they can they can pull that one off, and I and I think that they should. I think they should be able to beat Florida, based off everybody's expectations of them. Anyhow, then they have an off week, and then they come to Baton Rouge, and then yep. after Baton Rouge, they play Alabama at home. That's a tough stretch. Florida, LSU, Alabama, three in, you play those three teams in four weeks, you know, conceivably could lose all three. (laughs) So, uh, and then you have UT Martin, who cares? They're going to win that one. And then Kentucky and Georgia. So it's tough. It's a, it's a tough schedule without a doubt. It's, you know, I mean, it's a bad draw for them that they play LSU and Alabama, that's never never an easy deal, especially playing yeah. them back to back. Um, I think they're going to go seven and five, man. <laughs> that leaves us 
with only the Georgia Bulldogs, the uh, defending uh. national champions. Uh, like they, I mean, they're 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 well coached, but I do believe that they are absolutely loaded. Yeah, and they're going loaded. to win with all as long as we've talked about the SEC least, which we've talked way too long about. Uh, they're, they're going to run away with it. It's not even going to be close. Yeah. They have too much talent. However, with that said, they did lose several several pieces of to that amazing defense that they had last year. I think they're going to slip up, and they could lose a game or two. I'm going to say they're going to go 11-1. and one. I know I'm really, really going out on a limb there, but uh, – they could lose a couple, but even if they lose a couple of games, it's not going to matter. They, they will represent right. in Atlanta. 